Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico! Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today. Your hair looks like ice cream or, you know. No, no. It's yeah, started. Yeah, we got to like lead in like nice and easy. You got to, you can't just shove it in. You know what I mean? You got to like glide in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a spoon into ice cream, as you so famously like yeah, to talk yeah, about ice cream. In, yeah, I would love to take specific people on ice cream dates. Is that a problem? Is Megan Anderson one of those people? You know, not anymore. She was, but not anymore. I mean, I would. You know, literally speaking, I still would like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm just saying in terms of uh, in terms of the UFC rankings and, you know, who my new favorite love of my life's are. Uh, she's just I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm going to going to have to settle for Applebee's with her. Oh, well, I'm, I'm OK with that. I mean, let's 
Now, I know what we, we were talking about right before we started, but since I mentioned Megan Anderson, now, we both agree that if somebody was going to get a, a lucky shot off, it was going to be Megan Anderson. But what we didn't know is that she was going to be scared out of her fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, but that's I, not something you could call, though. So I'm not, like, mad. Nah, well, I'm mad. The, the, but, the thing is... The thing is, is anyone who's going to step in there short of being Valentina Shevchenko is going to have a little bit of fear when it comes to facing Amanda Nunes. Now, the only reason I say Shevchenko, even though she lost, she's lost to her twice, she's the only person to actually push her. I mean, I think she was, uh, I think both of those were decisions. You know what I mean? So it's like, and decisions, in my opinion, are debatable. And I think at least one of those fights was pretty debatable, you know? So yeah, yeah. else like, from what I've seen from Shevchenko lately and from what I've seen from Nunez lately, I've seen Nunez stay where she's always been when she got there. And I've seen Shev- uh, Shevchenko uh, evolve. I've seen her yeah. make the adjustments. I've seen a different version of her every single fight. And I think that that's, that's one Owen two trilogy that I would love to see. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about Diaz McGregor. But I would watch Shevchenko versus Nunez, even though they're oh, you know, Shevchenko's 0 2 against Nunez and McGregor Diaz is one and one. Like I would rather see the trilogy two and zero. Yeah, because because that trilogy, bro, that trilogy right there could lead to uh, whatever fiveology or whatever, like (laughs) a five and G. Like you know, because like God forbid, you know, Shevchenko beats Nunez, you know, then she beats her again, you know. uh, you know, on the fourth fight, and then you got that fifth fight, man. I would, I would not mind that because what the women's oh, division has to. right now are two alpha females with uh, Nunez and Shevchenko since Cyborg was erased. You know what I mean? Like not only literally by Nunez, <laughs> but like she's not in the UFC anymore. She's not relevant in my opinion. Uh, but Shevchenko and Nunez are the only thing that I she would that. I know she's I know she's in Bellator, but I would say Cyborg's still relevant. Like she's still a name. She's, she's still relevant a for what she does. And she took a belt. She went over there and took a belt from Julia Bud. That makes everything interesting because yeah. Cyborg, another name, top names over there. But I get yeah. what you're saying though. I, I know. I know. I'll, I'll give you this too. I'll give you this. Cyborg is the first non-UFC rostered uh, person on the you know top rankings. Uh, you know the pound for pound top rankings for women fighters. Yeah. She she's the first non UFC fighter on that list for sure. But everyone in front of her has either beaten her or is in the UFC. Sure, and I mean, you know what though? That's that's fine. That's fine. I mean, it, that's because when you get down to it, it's just not the uh, women's MMA isn't deep. And when Ooh, like just, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with that. It's it's just not. I mean. Uh, that's fine. Mean? I get it. Now, when I, it's not like super, it's not like super shallow, but Bro, it's not it's not deep. Women's MMA has never been more exciting, in my opinion. Sure, but that's uh, it. Still does it's still not deep to me. My point well, is, how is it not you, deep? Which division is not deep enough for you? Name off the five. Uh, well, could you? And, and I know you got to go. I don't know these people like offhand either. But uh, name like think about the top fives in any weight class. Like it's not. And and the champion kind of ruins this. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like Shevchenko and Nunez ruin this. The problem is because they're so far ahead of everyone else that I don't see, like. It's it's just not deep. If it were competitive, uh, at Bro, the championship it's, level, it's not. Though look at what me happened to Megan Anderson. 
You can't she's tell not me a top level fighter. Women's MMA is deep. When Megan Anderson, she's the best the featherweight has to offer right now, and that is yeah, that's, that's not, not deep. But look, that's look, why they're you, not deep. You, if you remove Amanda Nunes, that Megan Anderson automatically becomes a contender. Now, competitiveness doesn't mean that it's, it's deep, though. Like, here's the thing. If you got a bunch of people around the same level, that's going to be competition for each other. Like, you know, if you got a bunch of average people being average, they're all going to be very competitive. Um, <clears throat> and they look average in comparison. I'm just saying. Um, let's let's be real about the hierarchy here. It is such a fucking vast drop off in just straight up skill and talent between Nunez and Shevchenko in their divisions that it, it just makes everybody look a little bit worse. But it's, it's not I don't see. There's there's no person coming up where I'm like, yeah, if these two or three people like, OK, for instance, um, there's no Charles Oliveira there. There's no Charles Oliveira. I mean, I guess you could say Amanda and um, and Valentina are are both Conor McGregor's or John Jones's. Is John Jones' eye as being top and dominant and draws and stuff like that. But like, you just don't have that depth across the board. And it's not. I'm not saying that they suck at all. I'm just saying it's not as deep as you would think. I just I I disagree, man. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, if, if you, if you if, I can give you names, but that just depends. That's all that's going to come down to is, you know, what you think of these women fighters. I, you know, what's crazy is uh, I thought my I thought the uh, website wasn't um, on my phone. I, the UFC rankings rep website. I thought it wasn't <laughs> loading things. And, but it's kind of funny because it, it loaded the women's bantamweight. It loaded the strawweight and the flyweight but it won't load the rest of the women's featherweight. And I think that's kind of funny because it's probably just a glitch, but at the same time, it, it, it illustrates there's nobody in featherweight for Amanda Nunes. Nobody wants to let her come in that heavy and that comfortable when they can make her cut, you know, so she's already the Bantamweight champion too. So then you got Jermaine Durandamy, Holly Holm, she's beating them, Aspen Ladd. She, I mean, she might be her next Bantamweight fight, but she's still not that good looking. I mean, Yana Kanutsukaya, Irene Aldana, Ketlin Vieira, like there, there's some contenders there for sure at 135. But what the the exciting thing for women's fighters is 125 and below. Like Macy Barber is number 15 in the women's flyweight. Now we've we've gone rounds with Macy Barber not living right. up. Right, she's not. I don't know why you brought her name up. No, 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 no. no and I, and I don't mean to use her as like a good. Like I said, we've gone rounds on how bad she is, but she's yeah. at least a competitive fighter. So we're looking at her at number 15, and then you you know, you know look at Alexa Grasso, Roxanne Modafieri in front of her, and then you got your Cavillos, your Mayas, your Chikugans, your Andrade. Like, Paige Van Zandt's a competitive fighter. Michelle Watterson's a competitive fighter. Well, yeah, but Angela Hill's a competitive fighter. Like, I mean, they could... I know. You can't I know say that about, that about everybody. I get what you're saying. I got you. I, 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 mean, I know. But a fight that you would, I know a couple fights that you would watch, bro, and it would only require straw weights going up to flyweight, which isn't a big jump. So Zhang Wei Li versus Shevchenko, Nama Yunez versus Zhang Wei Li, which actually could stay in the straw weight division. You would mm-hmm. want to see Nama Yunus versus Jim Jacek. You'd want to see Nama Yunus versus, you know, Shevchenko. You'd want to see Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Hivas, which is in the same division. 
You'd want to see Shakugan versus Amanda Hevos or Mackenzie Dern. Waterson could fit in there too. Tisha Torres. Like there's fights right there that you could definitely put like on a main card on like a UFC event where there's going to be a title fight or two. Like there, there's some exciting. Yeah, but the pro- I, sure, I, sure, yeah. and that's what I mean. They're competitive. All those, all those fighters you name are great, right? And I would watch those fights. Here's the thing. At the end of at the end of the day, at the end of that road they're on, they they're gonna wanna compete for a title. And because you have a two champions that are so dominant, that's gonna make everything that's gonna water down things considerably. Like, sure, they're great. They'll, those are all good fights. But who gets a title shot out of there? Uh, it doesn't matter. Name, name somebody who didn't get eaten up by by uh, something like eaten alive. <laughs> Eating alive, like I mean, and that okay. makes well, it number number one. The 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 rational fight to make in a literal sense, in a reality sense, is Zhang Weili versus Shevchenko. If we want to keep seeing, you know, Shevchenko fight somebody relevant, you know, because that might be a good fight. I don't know if Zhang Weili would get as punked on the feet as a lot of these other ladies are, you know. So. She definitely wouldn't. She definitely wouldn't. But I I don't I don't know. I mean, I think she gets uh, beat up. I well I, but, I, I mean. Shanko yeah, I, I think she gets beat up. You put in front of her, except for Amanda Nunes, apparently. But like right. at this time, Shevchenko is going to want to keep fighting Amanda Nunes to, you know, fight her again. But I don't know if she wants to do that because she's already done it twice. She's lost twice. Like, I mean, honestly, realistically, what do you do? You just keep doing your thing, man. You're never going to be the goat in the women's division as long right. as the goat is somebody who's beaten you twice already. You know? Right. No, and, and that's fine because I mean, it's, it's just. It is what it is. I mean, like, Daniel Cormier could have whatever status he wants, but, like, uh, even if I put him at number two, he just can't be number one. He can't yeah. be. No, no, for sure. And I, I've said Because a man that's considered the GOAT. Jones, yeah. Still not the GOAT. Sure. You know, like, I mean, right. I, it's just, it just is what it is. He shouldn't have lost to John Jones twice like that. Shouldn't yeah, have. Exactly. I mean, that's his fault. And, 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 and I think, see, here's the thing. I make that statement because I, I said it is not a lot of death in women's MMA because I don't want to I don't want to um, not be on one side. I wanted to take a stance, and I think it's a brave stance because you're uh, you know it's not like you're lying about any of this stuff. It, it you're right. It is as competitive and as deep as it has been, but is it deep enough? I don't think it is. And the problem is when you remove. You just said Cyborg wasn't relevant. Uh, re- relevant. She's irrelevant. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Why can't I say that word right now? What's going on? Barely. She's not relevant. There you go. Barely. I said it. I got it out that time. Anyway, she doesn't <laughs> matter. Said she doesn't matter what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I I think she does. And then I, I named Julia Bud. And then you got um well, I didn't want to throw this name out there, but you got. If you want to talk about like a um a Macy Barber type, Valerie Laredo, uh, or maybe she's like uh, Macy Barber and like um Paige Van Sant. Although she's she's highly highly skilled. Don't get me wrong, but like man, she t- she talks and she thinks people's like, oh, you know, I'm not just a crazy face and stuff like that. So there's depth there because she, you know, she's st- she's kind of a newcomer, kind of, you know, and eventually she'll work herself up to a shot. You know, I think Julia Budd would probably beat the shit out of her, like beat her to death. We'd probably see her die in there uh, if she ever faced Julia Budd in whatever rate, weight class. My point being is, like, I think it's as, as deep as I, I agree with your statement. 
I just don't think that that's deep enough. And and here's here's the thing though. I'll to to put it in perspective, and then we'll move on to two uh, uh UFC 259. To put it in perspective, uh, there weren't you know there they weren't a lot of candidates. They're not a lot of black WWE champions, right? This is not. We just got our third one. Arguably our second, if you really want to talk to in certain circles, some people don't count the rock. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of them sometimes. It depends on where he stands. But I don't want to get into all his, of that. That was black. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But to go into that is bringing up a lot of stuff. So I don't want to go into all of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know I know he's a black guy. He portrayed himself as a Samoan guy overall. Overall. Okay. Did he not? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, but, why the fuck is there a but? Kofi Kingston's I, definitely uh, back. I, I don't have the same problem with Kofi Kingston and Bobby Lashley. Why? Why do I have a problem with The Rock? It's like, oh well, because you know he was all about that Samoan stuff. Yes, he was in the Nation of Domination. As soon as he got out, it was back to Samoan Rock, and it was like, damn man, you know, like you let them put you in a box. Maybe it wasn't his decision entirely but he still went with it i'm not a fan of that but i don't want to take anything away from him though but my point is like there weren't a lot who was you going to get a belt to you know like was there any other top guys the the depth there was no depth of black wrestlers at anywhere before the rock and in between the rock that you could have really given it to now you got a bunch of people you could get, you could put a title on keith lee i know you don't know these people you can put the title on keith lee you can put it on big e Anybody in New Day, I'm just saying, like, you got death now when it comes to people of color. Um, and with women's professional wrestling, you, uh, you, you, you got death over, overall. You got some death, but it ain't where it needs to be. A lot of people say, we need this the main event. We need women to do this and that. It's like, you don't have enough. Just wait until it's deep enough to where there's no choice. Right now, there's a choice. And like, if if you go and you just look at women's wrestling overall, it is great, but it ain't great enough. It ain't where people think it is. It's just not. And I know that uh, women's MMA is really deep right now. And man, I'm telling you, in the next five to ten years, we ain't. You know, we it, it won't be a question. This won't be a question. We'll just have main events where we need need them. You know, where we have females we we didn't even know. We're going to come out of the woodwork, main event and shows or something like big shows, top shows, shows where John Jones or Conor McGregor would have been on top. We're going to see women. I know that. I know that. But right now, it's just not as deep as I believe it needs to be. But I mean, that's that's in my opinion. That's just what I'm analyzing. But I digress. Uh, You lead us into 259, man. Let's let's try to let's try to work our way to uh, where we're going. Yeah, 259 honestly didn't uh, didn't disappoint in my opinion. So (sighs) it disappointed me. I mean, it it did, but not like in the sense of like it it was a good card. I watched the card from start to the finish. I saw every single fucking fight. And honestly, I I really enjoyed it. it. It took like five or six fights to get to the first decision. And the first decision came on Tim Elliott beating the shit out of Jordan Espinoza and calling him a woman beater. Like I couldn't have, I couldn't have enjoyed that more. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then you got, you know, I mean, 
there was a couple more decisions, but at the same time, they were all good fights. You know, the Askarov fight, the uh, the Cruz fight, the Song and Don Kyler Phillips fight. Those were all good ones. And then the Rochick uh, Santos fight was a decision, too. And then you have the main event being a decision, too. Like, I mean, I didn't like that Santos fight. I think he, he's a fucking bomb now. Yeah, I mean, Santos is a fucking bomb now. And it happens. Sometimes people burn out. Like, Reyes is probably going to be a bomb, too, to be honest with you. Like, you get to the, to that top, and then if you don't get over it, like, if you don't, you know, climb that mountain while you're there, then you won't have enough uh, to go back up the mountain and climb it again. So, yeah, it is. What it is. Yeah, he's well, a bomb. Welcome. I just he's want done. to acknowledge that the, uh, you know, the, the early prelims, you know, up to the Tim Elliott fight, um, those were all really, really good fights, and those guys are, you know, hopefully going to make the uh, jump to the late prelims. But um, the the thing I want to I want to acknowledge is the uh, Tim Elliott Jordan Espinosa thing because, like I said, I was watching every single fight. I was, you know, sound up, you know, everything. And I don't know the situation. I'm not going to call Espinosa out for any reason. But what I heard when <laughs> Tim Elliott had him against the uh, a fence on the ground as he was pummeling him. He was saying something to the effect of like, so I heard you like to hit women. And then he hit him a couple of times. And then he said, yeah. you know, uh, you know, a girl or girls or, you know, a couple of girls of uh, private messaged me about it. And then he smacked him again. Espinosa said something back. But like the guy, the uh, Rogan and Cormier were like, dude, like, like true or yeah, not. They bleeped all of it out. Yeah. And like, yeah, then they cut the volume uh, on, on the particular thing, which I mean, good on them for being so fast about it. But at the same time, man, like, dude, I, I would have really liked to have heard what was being said otherwise, you know, besides the stuff I did here, because like if that's true, man, like good on Tim Elliott for fucking putting a country beat down on somebody like that. You know what I mean? It's something yeah, that, that we've all kind of wanted always to break hard. True. True. I mean, that's always, and, and we thought we were going to get that too, but Greg Hardy is just way too strong, man. Like, I mean, you, he, you he go on, got yeah. beat last fight, didn't he? Uh, but it, 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 it wasn't like, a I mean, he's not match. undefeated. He's not undefeated, you know? Yeah. Uh, he could well, be no, and then, like, he, he had a loss where he broke the rules and, like, yeah, he's definitely no pushover, though. He's not a yeah, pushover. No, he, he, that's a big motherfucker, but at the same time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all kind of want to see him get his ass beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. You know, but you know, I don't get, I really don't, I try not to get into those um, because uh, those situations just get a yeah, little. We, we just, we just don't know the story. And I, I'm sorry for kind yeah. of dance on it. I just, you know. If, no, that's fine. You get, that's, that's, that's fine to take a stance. Like, I'll, I'll say something that we kind of all agree with. If you hit women as, as man, then you're a fucking bitch. So like. Sure. 
Sure. I, I just I can't help but think that if that is all true, I can't help but like Tim Elliott that much more. So. No, I I think I think he's a hero in a lot of circles. If that's true, you know. Um, and the, the problem is 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 if and 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 corroborating stories and stuff like that. It's like I don't I don't know. I just have no idea. Usually I would speak on it, but I I I, I mean I the first. This is the first I'm hearing of it. You saying it. I didn't know that was what he was saying in there. I oh, just know that yeah, because they bleeped all of it out. I was also like in the middle of stuff. So they bleeped all of that out and I was a little, like half paying attention. So Oh yeah, they well they they it, you could tell it was live because they could bleep it all out. So whenever the camera was right up on them after that, it was always silent no matter if they were talking or not. Like you could even see yeah. their mouths not moving and it was still like the, you could hear the volume was cut out as it yeah. was still live and you're like oh, okay yeah they, they just don't want him to say anything but they clearly knew that there was clearly somebody doing their job and watching and listening <laughs> yeah they was like i mean no that was uh see i didn't overall i did like the fights i liked all of them you know yes. it's just that i just liked them i, I didn't find anything particularly great and nothing particularly stood out to me as really great there's nothing uh, groundbreaking in terms of rankings that happened i mean other than other than the main event fight which you know you three title matches though three title matches so this was the the most hyped card in a very long time they've had a three title match uh card before and yeah. i think all three changed hands maybe even four uh, title fights and that was the one esp was on and he beat bisping for his title yeah yeah uh, so, yeah, hey, I'm just saying the hype was all there. And then that Izzy fight, like, that really, you know, that wasn't competitive. So that really dropped a lot of the hype, too. So, maybe he, come on, that, But what, what I'll say. It, it, it wasn't competitive. It wasn't. That, that early prelim card and that late prelim card, for anyone who, you know, just has general, you know, cable and who could have watched it. Like those, those were what you want to put on, you know what I mean? Cause all of those were good fights going into that, uh, uh, Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny fight. I mean, all of those were good fights leading up to that. The song, you don't Kyler Phillips, Benny Vitor Zaskarov, Kai Kara France versus, uh, Bontorin or Bontorin. Sorry. Uh, that was actually the, one of the fucking, I, I think that might even get fight of the night, you know, even though it was the one with the one round, but it went the whole round and Kai Kara France was not about that life, you know, going into the next round, getting smashed on the ground like he was. So it really wasn't, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't have a fighter tonight. Usually I know which one it is, but they were all just, um, you know, what I would give it to truly give it to, if I could, is uh that Kennedy in uh what how do you say Nick Chekwu or something versus Carlos Olberg like dude that was actually a pretty pretty fun fight to watch and Olberg was undefeated before it so like uh, I I thought that was kind of a cool one it went like both <clears throat> to the second I thought that was a pretty cool fight there, it's just it's just hard to, for me to pick like one that was really like stood out to me like nothing nothing stood out like the last three I'm gonna forget you know the fights i'm gonna forget them because like they just didn't stand out like like cruz he looked he looked uh like he lost a half step but he just looked rusty you know um but at the same time like we saw him lose like before this so he might have lost a half step and i know like people going oh man he looks good and dominant and nah he looked slower than what he has been before to me well here's the thing he looked as good as he could sure yes 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 but I noticed that he had half a step gone. So 
if that's as good as he can look, I don't know about his chances of doing anything important in well, MMA anymore. The thing is, is he's only fought like three times in the last like seven years or something like that, man. So the thing that I'll say is for as high a level as I thought he looked for that being a fact, I thought he looked pretty good. So I, I think he could get better. I don't like, like they were talking about, he looks like on the better side of 35 to where he hasn't been beaten, yeah. you know, a lot beaten up a lot because of, you know, the injuries and stuff that have kept him out of competition and training. So I think as long as those injuries have been taken care of to the fullest, I think Dominic Cruz has another two or three good years left in him. So I'm excited to see what he does next. But Casey Kenny's no slouch. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight in the future somewhere. I think we will. I think that we will actually. Uh, now let's let's go to the the to main the main card. Um, such a good it was it was it was such a good card, man. But that main card honestly wasn't wasn't as good as it could have been, even yeah. if it still was a good one in my opinion, just with everything that had happened. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You said it for me. That's exactly what I'm saying. It ain't as good. Like it, I'm not. I don't want to shit on it because it wasn't like it was bad. It's just it wasn't as good as it could been. It just, it left a lot to be desired for me. I was like, well, you know, it's good, but I was expecting greatness, you know, and and not just good. So, uh, like I was I was expecting Megan Anderson to actually give um, Amanda Nunes some sort of problems. You know what I mean? Like think about <laughs> this. No. You know, you know why? Because they show these packages. They show the video packages. They show highlights and clips of what these people can do. Yeah, this is to get you hyped for the fight, right? And I can easily just take the stance that Nunez is going to knock her out. There's no fun in that at all. In fact, I'm not going to watch a card like that. I, I'm just not. There's no reason to. So, yeah, I absolutely bought into it. It was like, okay, let's hope she could do something. It's not like she, she is a slouch. You know, we've seen uh, Megan Anderson do some things out there before and i thought okay man maybe her length and size will be a problem for amanda nunez and she gets there and she's terrified you know and i'm like damn i'm like maybe she got a game plan and she's just calm nope <laughs> she wasn't calm at all she was freaking out dude like yeah she was not feeling that it's well you know what she's she's it, it's unfortunate, you know, uh, she's not Cody Garbrandt because she's actually a fighter actually out there <laughs> fighting. She wasn't on her couch eating marshmallows or whatever he's doing. I hope he's fat, too. You know, I hope he's fat and out of shape. Now, he's I, getting kicked off of Southwest Airlines, bro. That's what he's doing right now. I imagine Cody Garbrandt just sitting in his in a, a, a lazy boy, you know, <laughs> Cheeto dust all over his fucking shirt and... <laughs> caramel corn he's got a box of cracker jackson shit on the side and you know um a couple modelos because you know he probably gets them for free uh but just <laughs> i just imagine in a big gut and everything he looks like tom yeah. cruise in uh tropic thunder absolutely <laughs> anyway i don't know how we ended up back on him but uh, yeah well megan, megan anderson better fighter than Cody government yeah you heard it here because he's a fighter she's fighting but uh, she's supposed to get cut now. Like, right? I, I, I saw. I was reading something where if she lost this fight, she was on the fucking chopping block. And I was like, no way, really? And then I was like, ah, well, let's look at who they've cut recently, man. Yoel Romero, uh, Alice, Alistair, I almost said Alistair Black, uh, Alistair Overeem. Like, 
Who who would have thought that they would ever cut Alistair Overeem? I mean, it's it's time, man. Dude, he's a whole he, he's one of the guys that got from Strike for. Like what you would it, it's just that's that's not loyal to me no, at all. No, no, but cool, it, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, you know, like I just thought it was something there. That's a guy you give a desk job somewhere or you he's an ambassador, you know what I mean? I just um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I that was really bullshit to me that he got cut. Because uh, I think he's still pretty useful. But, yeah, uh, I was talking about it uh, with my boy Ray uh, last night, actually, on his show. And he was talking about the UFC model and how they're just cutting people. We said it's not sustainable because they run into a lot of fighters. And I'm like, man, you know, we think about the people who are on a chopping block next. And Megan Anderson just having a title fight and being one of them. Like, uh, where are, what are they going to do? What do you think about that? Their uh, business model and how they're... They're putting on a lot of events, which is great, but they are cutting people at a higher rate than normal. And and some of them are names, fine, but. Well, I mean, honestly, I think it's just like any other sport to where, like, sometimes, you know, they somebody gets cut in the NFL or traded or, you know, a free agent gets signed, you know, like J.J. Watt and the Cardinals or like there's, there's stuff in every sport that's, you know, kind of like, what, what the hell, why did that happen? You know, and you, you I mean, some people saw the Watt thing coming. I personally didn't. You know, but when it comes to MMA, when they make cuts like Dos Santos and Alistair Overeem and Yoel Romero, I mean, in my opinion, it's because and like this is the same thing with John Fitch back in the day. He's going to go. Yeah. He's already gone as far as they're going to go. You know, they're they're They've not they've already faced and lost to the top competition, not just one guy, but the other top competition to keep them from top. Yeah. Top or consistently in title shots, like at a certain point, man, like that's why Donald Cerrone, even though he's my favorite, pro, uh, my favorite fighter, it, it, it's partly surprised me that he's still in the UFC. <laughs> like, dude, the guy, the guy just doesn't win big fights. Yeah. He should be gone. He should <laughs> be gone. He in lost fairness, he's, he's there because of his name. He's there because of the fan base. And that, that's why Dos Santos and Overeem were there, but they're just not viable anymore because there's other, other young and up and coming fighters that may not be able to overtake them in the rankings, but do deserve to have the next shot at the guys that they're in line to fight. You know what I mean? Like Dos Santos yeah. and Overeem are going to be fighting guys instead of these younger guys that should be fighting them, you know, like instead of a Dos Santos second fight against whoever the fuck, it should be the new guy coming up the ranks, you know, like, I don't know. Like, let me, let me, let me look at the heavyweight so, division. Like there's a bunch a of all in UFC too. Like if you're a name and you lose, it holds a lot of weight. Like Donald Cerrone, you know, losing the reason his losses look so bad is because it's Donald Cerrone. But like, because it, it, it just takes away from you talking about his wins, you know, and it's like, right. oh, Donald Cerrone's so great. And it's like, yeah, but then you look at his, his loss. You look at his losses and they're all good losses. Are they not? Like, but it's top competition. So it's like as big yeah. of a name he is, it's like he can't, he's not really doing shit. That's you know, he's like if you want to keep him on as a gatekeeper, that's fine. But you got to realize, you know, realistically as a fan, he's not going to be a champion. You know, yeah, you can't be, you can't be a gatekeeper at in, in the UF. You can't be that like a big name and a gatekeeper in UFC. I mean, you can, but like you can't if yeah. if that makes sense. You know. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, um, so um, let's move up car a little bit we, we did megan anderson um we're gonna skip to the last one and then do uh yawn versus uh sterling because i think we're gonna spend the most time on that 
Okay. Um, I, I just I, I just think we are. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but Blahovich versus uh, Adesanya. Uh, what was your take on that fight? Man, you know I I really wanted to laugh more at Izzy for the loss, but I think if he faces a lesser fighter, he wins that fight. Uh, but Blahovich really didn't hasn't since gotten the credit that I think he deserves because Israel, Israel Adesanya is a good fighter. And, you know, up until now, he's been able to neutralize everyone, no matter what their specialty was, wrestling, stand up, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's been able to neutralize everyone, but he couldn't do that with Blahovich, And he landed his best shots on Blahovich. Like, I, I just I, I think that it's time to start acknowledging how good that guy is, Blahovich, uh, rather than you know, knocking on Izzy. Now, that being said, I no longer am interested in the Izzy John Jones fight, but I, nor am I, nor am I. Yeah. But I am kind of intrigued about Blahovich fighting other people now. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. a pretty big dude. Maybe he goes up to heavyweight next. Like I maybe he Blahovich would fuck, that, that Blahovich would have fucked John Jones up. Maybe. I think. Um, fucked it. Up. And you know why? Because everything Izzy does, is what John Jones would would be able to do, and Izzy was getting touched. A lot of people, and this is the issue I have. People are like, oh, what happens when he gets touched by a two hundred five pound? I'm like, come on, like we see, is is not like Izzy has never been touched before in his life. The guy can take a punch. Gaslam was definitely hitting him. I know he ain't a two hundred five er, but Gaslam can knock you the fuck out. And if Gaslam was putting hands on him, you know, even even Anderson Silva was put, you know putting hands on him. Yeah, it, they just, they didn't knock him out. My point is, somebody if someone who can knock you out is hitting you, then you can take punches. Like if you're not knocked out, Blahovich hit him with a couple of shots that would have knocked somebody out. Yes. And I know you've seen them, like some straight up jabs that would have fucked you up, would have yeah. changed the whole world. And Izzy took him. Like he was never he was never visibly shaken to where he was gonna go out and wobbly ever at any point in that fight. He was definitely getting touched. Now was he beat up? No, he wasn't. And that's a testament to his skill, being defensive and knowing where not to keep his face, you know. But uh, Blahovich was actually touching him. Uh, and he, you damn right he wasn't going to throw everything into every shot he had. Because if he'd done that, he would have blown up and that would have been bad. You know, he, he did really good to keep his stamina at a great level, you know. But uh, I, it's just crazy to me that people were like, oh, when he gets touched by someone at a certain weight. I'm like, nah, man, if you can take a punch, you can take a punch. You know, I mean, you can't take a punch from an elephant, <laughs> you know, but we're not talking, you know, like we're, t- we're talking about just a person. It's a person. So if they can throw a punch at you, you can take regular punches. You should be fine. Uh, shit. Look, oh, case in point, uh, Stipe versus Nagano. Like, can can Stipe take punches? Absolutely. Daniel Cormier still knocked him out, though. You know, yeah. Nagano, Nagano hit him with shots that would have knocked down any other man. But Daniel Cormier just... He landed one and it was over. It happens. That's how punches work. Right. Not, oh, wait till Izzy fights someone who's stronger. Like, shut up. You know, but yeah, but with that said, Blahovich whooped his ass. Whooped his ass. Yeah. I don't know about 10 8 whooped his ass. I don't know about the 10 8 rounds. How you feel about <laughs> the 10 you know, 8? You know, to be honest with you, I really think that your, your disagreement with it is in the right space. Uh, seeing as, you know, we were pretty high on Izzy going in, you, especially you, like, I had just come around to the Izzy hype, you know, because of the last fight, you know, so sure. I was going into this one, like, all right, if that's the same guy that's going into this fight, it doesn't matter, like, Costa's a big guy, 
You know what I mean? So like, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah. damn, man, he's going to, he's going to piece up these fucking other guys with his speed. And honestly, he did a lot of fucking good speed work on, on Blahovich. He was faster. He was more in shape. Like, but at the same time, once Blahovich started landing and landing consistently and putting the pressure that he can put on him, that's when you saw Izzy be like, oh man, I didn't know this guy could pack a punch. And then he started, you know, in the later rounds, Blahovich started taking him down. And then, you know, Izzy was already tired. He, you know, like maybe, maybe in the first round he would have gotten out in that, but in the fourth round when you've been tagged and you've been kicked and you know, you, you're, you've also thrown your amount of shots, like you're going to go down a lot easier and stay down a lot you know, longer if you're not a pure wrestler or jujitsu guy who knows how to compensate for that. And Izzy, I really think he should change his nickname out of this one because he's obviously not a style bender. Like, no, it's not. And, 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 and you know what? I thought about you because I was like, man, you know, that style bender thing, like, you know, and I, I knew what you meant. And I was, I was just more on the side of, all right, you know, let's get a guy, let's buy into the hype a little bit because we can always pull it back because it's going to be way worse when we do. And it's time, it's time to pull back. Like, he can't fight John Jones. Cause he'd get destroyed. Yeah, uh, he'd get fucked up. Uh, and it wouldn't be a standard fight. It would just be John Jones holding him down, yeah, doubling him. Yeah, it sure would. But and you know what? The, the crazy part is though, uh, we didn't know Blahovich was this good of a, fi- a fighter. Nobody did. Yeah. No, I, I, I knew, but we none of us knew. No, nobody was talking about that going into it. And honestly, nobody's talked about it coming out. I think people would just yeah. assume that Adesanya had a bad night, and I just don't think that was the case, man. He, he yeah. honestly, he showed up like I thought he was gonna. And he he tagged him like he he can, but Blahovich, he his stand up was every bit as good as Adesanya's, plus his you know his takedown, his you know ground control, you know his power was a little bit better. And honestly, like Blahovich was the more huffy puffy one after the fight in terms of like his cardio, like you know he was breathing super heavy. But yeah, yeah of course he is. He just went with a middleweight for five fucking rounds of right. And 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 crack you too. A guy now they respected each other a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like, but they still fight. They still engage. You know. I mean, do I wish there was a uh, the engagement wasn't the problem. It's just that they really did kind of nullify each other standing up. You know, like there was never gonna be that shot that knocked one of them out ever. Like I saw that the first round, you knew they they weren't gonna knock each other out. Uh, It just wasn't gonna happen. Uh, they knew exactly where they were. They knew their range. They knew that this person couldn't do this or that. Like Izzy would throw something, and he wasn't there when Blahovich would throw that that punch. You know, so Blahovich just acted like a couple times wouldn't even throw it because he knew he knew Izzy wouldn't be there. But he did try the first couple times. But and I like that. You know, they both adjusted. You know, it's just that uh, Blahovich had way more in his arsenal than Izzy did. Izzy couldn't adjust. Like he adjusted, but like. For every adjustment he made, Blahovich could make one more, and then he had more stuff to take him down with, like literally take him down with. But it, as far as being ten aided, um, we were we both been saying it needs to be more ten eights and stuff. I'm not mad at it. Um, I I don't think there were ten eight rounds. I really don't. But I think don't, the, if don't get chance. Eight a round, it would be the last round when Blahovich just you know held him down. Sure. I mean. Sure. I don't think there were multiples. I don't. No. Nah, it, it was he like, was, if there was, it would be one of the last two rounds. Like, Sure. Ten ate him for one. I don't know about two. That's kind of saying a little bit much. Now, because he, he don't have to look like he's destroyed. But at the same time, I just didn't think there was enough damage. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't damage to say 10-8. You know, if you get your leg chopped off, 10-8. 
you know, but it was in, anyway, though. I mean, he lost. If Izzy didn't want to get 10 he wouldn't have got his ass whooped. And he got his ass whooped. You know, right. in, in the fourth of the round, he got fucking destroyed. You know, um, he got he just got destroyed. He got dominated, not destroyed. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, it is what it is. I mean, um, I would. uh, de- I, I think I think John Jones would have been a little bit desperate. He would. Here's the thing. I think he's not. We You saw how Jones fought Tiago Santos. And he wasn't used to anybody really being that close to him. Same thing with Reyes. Um, I, I, Blahovich has more in his arsenal than those two. And I think that Blahovich would have been, like, if we think about how Izzy was getting touched, John Jones gets touched by one of those, I don't think he's getting up. And I'm not saying John Jones can't take a punch. I'm saying he's not used to someone being that close with that sort of power to actually get him. Because Blahovich, what I'm saying is, is, is he's a step above those guys, you know, uh, the Santos, the yeah. Santoses, and the Reyeses, and and the Israel. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, the, the, the thing is, is in terms of the light, the light heavyweight picture, if, you know, and I'm going to agree with you saying because like Dominic Reyes, good boxing, no power. Tiago Santos, good power, bad boxing. But then you looked at John Blahovich, who beat i think both of them and he fucking good boxing good power good you know stand-up kickboxing you know muay thai good clinch work good takedowns i think he would be like i didn't realize this when he was making his way to the rankings he he might have been the best fucking person for john jones all along and and here's the thing when did john jones leave as soon as that dude was right in his face yeah that was was gonna be his next opponent it literally was his next opponent it was john jones He's not a dummy, so I'll give John Jones that. He's no dumbass, but and then he and that's but when he's one thing I'll say is he may not have been afraid of Blahovich because look where he went. He went to go jump in the waters of Ngani and Stipe. You know what I mean? Sure, but those they're, stylistically they're 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 not they're not uh, Blahovich. They're not. Yeah, Blahovich is more athletic for sure. Right, and he he's right there. With John Jones, like John Jones, look at like when you look at him and Adesanya, they like they were, you know, they look fine. Like there was no crazy height advantage, no shit like that. Um, and but like Naganu is a terrible fighter. He's just all power. He cannot fight. I believe he has went to the drawing board and done some stuff. I think we might be able to see something coming out coming into this next fight with Stipe. Might I don't know. Uh, but Stipe is also quote unquote undersized for John Jones. Like I don't really believe in all that shit. But you see what I'm saying? Like so there's two there there's an advantage over both of them for John Jones. There's no advantage over here him with uh Blahovitz other than he, you know, John's a veteran. At the same time, it's like, yeah, but this dude's got he's got what Reyes had and what um what uh Santos had and I he there's no way John Jones is gonna beat both of those things. He right. beat one of those things, you know, but he can't beat both of them. And that's fine. I get it. But he damn sure made sure he left, you know, to where he had advantages 
as soon as Blahovic stepped up, he said, nope, I'm vacating that shit. <laughs> that was super suspect to me, too, because I was like, man, all you got to do is beat this one guy because there's no other con- contender other than him, right? His his whole thing was like, you know, oh man, cleaned out the light heavyweight division, and it was like, I was like, I don't think you have it. He was like, going to heavyweight, and I was like, all right, that's fair. At least you're not retiring. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> right. right? I was like, I was like, yeah, but it's like one more dude left. Like he, yeah, right. he but yeah. Yeah, to be a couple of them, honestly, like Rochich isn't all that bad. He just honestly, like that was a terrible fight for him with Santos. It didn't make either of those guys look good, but Rochich definitely, you know, won that fucking fight. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you know, I just, yeah, I, I was kind of like, uh, that, I, it was suspect, man. And, you know, like, boxers do that. Boxers will move conveniently when there's a guy that just don't match up with them, you know, or matches up with them so well. It's like, nah, I don't want to fight him, but I'll make an excuse, you know, like, Floyd's done it a couple times. That's okay. I mean, sure, you know, you protect yourself however you can, but, like, I remember that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, he dug people a couple of times. John Jones has dug people. I don't know. I don't know if you can say the same with GSP. Has he ducked anybody? Um, there was a lot of talk of GSP ducking, like you know the Johnny Hendricks rematch, and you know there's a lot. There's a lot of talk of I'm GSP ducking after that people. shit. I mean, but at the same time, GSP is at least everyone that he that everyone said that he was ducking, aside from Anderson Silva, which you could debate either one of them was ducking each other. GSP beat everyone that they said that they were ducking, that he, they said they he was ducking. So like, I don't I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, <laughs> I don't think Anderson Silva was really ducking anybody because you think about it, he just on a moment's notice fought Cormier later in his career. You know, yeah, going but, up. Yeah, but that was after Anderson Silva needed to, you know, have a big money fight and still had a no, little bit of. But, he, but my point is, like, he, you know, he could just why take the loss? Because I didn't think he was going to win that. Well, I think that was because the loss doesn't affect him at that point. <laughs> like he was, he wasn't. I, I he just think have, that the win could have only helped him. At, you know, he 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 was only going to win in that fight. You know, because now they're, you know, we got to see the Cormier-Silva fight. Even if Silva lost, a lot of people knew that Cormier was not going to stand and bang with him. So it's like, okay, like, I don't think Silva lost anything. I don't even think he got docked in the rankings for that fight. No, I don't think so either, and I don't think he should have. My point was just, you know, it, I don't think a guy just willing to do that is is the guy, type of guy that's ducking you. Because that's not the first time he's done something like that, you know. Um uh, uh, going up and fighting. Who who did he fight? Forrest Griffin, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's not like he, he he's no slouch. So, but yeah, uh, we definitely see we seen John Jones duck. He duck he ducked the shit out Blovitz. <laughs> he ducked the shit out of him, and there's no way around it. None, because it's like, well, if this guy's knocking people out and he's coming, you see him. You gotta you gotta beat him, and then you can go. Because it's like, well, he just emerged. He popped up, right? Beat him and then say, "Well, I beat that guy too." And then we can't, we don't have any questions. But we have a question. We don't think you can beat him. We all saying, "Nah, nah, that that John Jones would got his ass up against him because he gonna catch one of them shots and he gonna end up on his ass too." You know, I mean, any- John Jones is John Jones, and until they make any actual, you know, fights for him, I'm I, I, I'm not gonna say you know what I think about who he would do against what until I can actually have him on a fight card against anyone. You know, because right now he's pretty he's like TJ Dillashaw, man. Like, yeah, they're great to talk about their old fights because they're, you know, fun and whatnot. But right now, Dillashaw is eligible to come back. And I haven't heard about him being on a card at all. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. here's I, a, 
I just want to see these guys on fight cards before I want to keep talking about them, you know? Not to say that we shouldn't, you know. They are- no, you're, you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, I want to limit that as well. Uh, but, you know, it goes without saying, you know, Blachowicz really stepped it up. And, you know, he, he you know, he, he should be part of a conversation, you know. Yeah. Uh, but speaking, speaking of, you brought up a great name, TJ Dillashaw. When I say great name for a transition, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> for a segue. But no, so TJ Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo are two of the guys that said Aljamain Sterling was acting. They say, and the Oscar goes to, you know, and I was like, well, okay, I do believe he played it up because it just, it was a little odd how he was kind of continuing to go about. Um, and I do think he played it up. I don't think he was faking, but I think he played it up. You know, he wanted to milk it for all he could. Um, do you agree with that assessment from uh, those former champions? Now, these are former champions, Sands. Who Cejudo yeah. gave the belt up. I, I would hate to agree with Henry Cejudo about anything, but sure. abso- absolutely played it up, man. And here's the thing that I'll say is he had my full sympathy until he decided to call the fight because of it. Now, I know full well that this guy, Algerman Sterling, knew that if he was to continue, no matter how he felt, whether he was fucked up or not, he was going to lose. He was yeah. going to lose on the cards. He was going to lose by this. He was going to lose by finish. It was going to happen. And he knew it. Now, what I think he was thinking about what was taking him so long was his pride telling him it's OK. Just beat him in the rematch. Get the title now, beat him in the rematch. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, well, once you start looking at it that way, you can get behind how he was like, yeah, I guess I can't go on. Because he's not winning that fight if he stands up. Not at all. He, he is not fast. winning that fight. And that's where I, I love Aljo Sterling, man. I've been I've been rooting for him to have a title fight for a very long time. I feel like he was snubbed for the longest time. But after that, that's bitch-made shit right there, bro. That is, ain't it? Yeah. See, I, 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 I saw a couple of things you were saying and I was like, man, I was like, I think, I, I think you're on my side because, um, I, yeah, I just saw, I saw the energy, man. I felt that energy and I was like, I, I get it. I do get it. I get why he would do that. I get the rules. If I understand if it. You're perfectly. that fucked up. Don't don't talk. Don't talk after the fucking fight, man. But he's talking to Rogan all normal and shit. Exactly. And the next day, he took the belt off. He took yeah. the belt off. Like that. And I was like, I was like, but then why hold it up at all? If you don't take the belt off then and be emotional about it, don't hold that belt up the next day smiling and shit. Like he played himself. Yeah. He he did. He, he played himself. That's unfortunate. Um. I, 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 he doesn't have any integrity anymore. Like, yeah, I, I hate to do all love for him, man. Right. And, 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 and that's not something we thought going in. I thought, I thought he was fighting a good fight, the best he yeah. could do. Yeah. Uh, he, he was doing fine. Well, what Jan, he, Jan is on that level, man. Jan is on that level. And, and he found that out because he got cracked a couple times. People say, oh, that, you know, that, uh, when he got he got cracked at one time. That was just kind of being. Uh, and I was like, nah, he went off balance. He got thrown off balance when he got his ass cracked, and he was he was slightly wobbly afterwards. Like, he got wobbled a few times in that fight. Now yeah. he did a good job of trying to play it off and you know just you know move around and keep it going. Yeah. But I could definitely see the wobbly, wobbly, wob, wobs. Yeah. Dude. But Jan's not gonna pursue you to the point. Jan is crazy because you know his wrestling's solid, and, and he's not you know he, his takedowns his takedown defense is solid. Jermaine Sterling got, Al Jermaine Sterling got first takedown, didn't land another one. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> and didn't even didn't even keep him down for like a significant amount of time. There was no control nope. around. And that's that's uh, I, I'm really excited in this day and age of MMA having had it progress as much as it has. I'm so glad that takedowns don't just win you rounds anymore because the judges yeah. are starting to see if there's no control, a takedowns just more lucky momentum sometimes. Like. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, it's just, I mean, I know it's mixed martial arts, but, like, I mean, sure, you're just going to not, sometimes you're going to be out of, you're going to be in position or out of position to get a takedown. Like, it's like, yeah, oh, damn. There, you know? there is such thing as a cheap takedown. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going to happen. It should happen, you know, but you're not going to keep that guy down. And um, Jan looked, he looked great, man. He looked like, oh, I'm just going to wait him out. I know he's got a lot of energy, but not as much as me. And then it starts to happen. You know, he starts to walk him down. And uh, Joe Rogan's like, or Cormier was like, man, don't let him walk you down here. That's what he's about to do. Do not let him walk you down here. Because that is when this fight ends. Like, he was fighting him the same way he fought um, um, uh, Uriah Faber. And, and Joe Rogan brought that up. He was like, man, you know, Uriah Faber does blah, blah, blah. He was like, he's doing the same thing he did to Uriah Faber. And that's exactly where that fight was going to go. You saw what the fuck happened to Uriah Faber at the end of that fight. And Al Jermaine Sterling was lining up perfectly for that. And and he 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 did a bitch move. He really did. Uh and you you know, one thing I was gonna go to was uh there was a man who could have did it, and the only reason it would have been okay, well not the only reason, but like it would have been okay because John Jones has a lot of illegal strikes. If you just add him up, that guy has lost so many he has so many DQs, it's ridiculous. Just on illegal strikes. But you know, uh, Anthony Smith. You know, he didn't for a second think that he was not going to continue that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he got hit. to respect Anthony Smith a whole hell of a lot more. Yes. I mean, because he was a guy that was bitch made to me. I was like, nah, he's trash. But yeah. at the same time, you look at it now, man, he could have just taken the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and I see how had, much of a bitch move that would have been, you know. Hey, Anthony Smith, if you're listening, and I highly doubt you are, but if you are listening, man, props. That was that was that was the right thing you did. Man. It would have been, but you took the, the loss like a, you took the loss like you should have. Yep, it would have been way less of a bitch move because like uh, for one, John Jones is known for that, and we saw how Anthony Smith was not like it is. He played up him being okay. That's the thing he played up. Yeah, he was more. Okay. I, I think Smith was way more fucked up than fucking. Yes, yeah. yes. He actually, sure. he actually shouldn't have continued that fight. If we being real. He shouldn't have continued that fight because he looked fucked up. Yo, but, yeah. I mean, he but, was even talking slowly in the interview after the fight. Uh, you know, he, he was just like, whoa, yeah, I, I think so. Like, you know, but yeah. Sterling was just yeah. like, yeah, that's not how I wanted it to go. But, you know, it was just like, bro, you are way too fucking with this conversation for me to believe that that strike was that damaging. Now, and here's the thing that I want to point out, because we've like, seen that strike before, too. Legal well, yeah, and but we've seen it. Here, here, here's what I want to point out because there's a lot of people that I know that watch the fight that aren't like martial arts rooted, if that makes sense, you know, because everyone can watch fights and have their opinions on it, and that's completely, you know, it's part of, it's part of it. That's what we're doing. But when it comes sure. down to it, they think like people have literally referred to them, and you know, the, the post that you said you, uh, you were, you know, monitoring that I was on. Uh, these people are referring to it as cheating. They're calling Yanni cheater, and that is so wrong because it's like number one. That is not how you cheat in MMA. Now, is it illegal? Yes. But in this yeah. context, it is not cheating. Now, it's it's against the rules. So by that definition, it is. But in terms right. of like, 
the intent behind it. He was winning the entire fight. He was about to finish it. If you look back, Sterling had one knee off the ground. The other one was touching, and Jan was looming over him. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. He was waiting on him to lift his leg up. And that was people. He anticipated it instead of just waiting. People were people referenced the uh, the the corner telling Jan yes yes hit him when he was with the knee on the ground so they think it was all intentional they're not realizing he was also pushing down on his head which creates the momentum once he lifts it, uh, lets it go to you know have the momentum slingshot himself up so once yeah. he was playing that he pushed down and then his corner said yes 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 or yes just the one yes maybe but uh, they fucking yeah. they they gave him the affirmative to throw the strike because they probably mistimed it too. But there's no reason to that's that's what it was. He knows the rules. There's no way that he's going to do that just willy-nilly. Now it was miscommunication, and it was it was mistiming, and that was a miscommunication. They all they they, that was mistiming in there, and it was like yeah, throw the strike, but but the timing was off. Sit there and act like he you know he did this malicious cheating thing, like he took steroids or something. True. And that's why he's so mad at him. And people are like, why are so, people so mad over the guy, you know, at the guy that took the illegal knee? And I'm like, well, you don't get it. It's a fight. It, you know, like this, like how many nut kids do we see where well, I, people I was say gonna, my bad? I, no, I was going to say I was going to point that out. I'm pretty sure I'd have to watch again. But I'm pretty sure Jan got eye poked and nut kicked in that fight, too. So if we're yeah, keeping I count, think, yeah. if we're keeping count, he could have at two times been like, oh, can't compete. You know what I mean? Like. Because those are illegal yeah. shots that if you hit somebody hard enough and they can't compete, they win the fight. But nobody's ever going to do yeah, that. You can literally say, I can't go anymore. They can't. Very few times has it ever happened with an eye poke because people usually try to just play through it. And nut kicks, it goes away in like five minutes. You know, and that's why they give you as much time as you need. You know, right. and it's like. So the, the thing that pisses me off is like, you know, the casual fan that's arguing with me on Facebook is saying they're like, oh, he was cheating. And it's like, if you think that was cheating to the to the true extent of what cheating yeah. means and the spirit now, of what cheating is, you don't know what you're watching. You know what I mean? Could have been, now here's, here's what I understand, Mike. I do understand that like if if they had content, if John d- did have that intent and they had continued, that would have been cheating if he maliciously threw it so that he could have the advantage and finish him off that way. That would be cheating. Yeah, if if he was losing the fight up to that point, if he was losing the fight up into that point and had to do something dramatic like that to get the momentum swung in the other direction, I completely get it. But he was winning the entire fight. And then Sterling wants to tweet about the stats being close. Sure, man. There's, you know, there's a saying back from the, you know, the olden days, from my grandpa's days. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics, bro. You, you referenced those fight stats, and you can think that it was close, but anyone watching that fight knows that it was not going your way. Like, Wait, okay, so uh, shout out to Steven on uh, on uh, on uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, he does a great job at everything he does. I'm just giving a shout out before I, I completely shit on something he does. <laughs> he or something he did. He brought up Tua Tungavaloa, right? And my he's a he's a Dolphins fan. And he brought up Tua and his stats. And I was like, dude, his stats don't mean shit. Like they gonna shop this dude around because he's just he's unimpressive. Like nobody cares. He's a game manager. Like, look, would I if I had him, I would make it I would I would uh love to have him as a backup. And if he showed me something to make him a starter, fine, right? But in long story short, he's they they will get if they can get um um who's the big QB from Texas right now that everybody wants? 
not Dak Prescott. <laughs> are you talking about Are you talking about uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Be, I've been terrible with names like for two weeks now. Yeah. But so. <laughs> so yeah. So so they want Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson wants to go there, and that means two is either the backup or they trading him. And I'm like, dude, what happened to the stats, man? Like, you know, the stats don't mean shit because they know they can take. You know, like if the stats meant that much, then you would be risking way too much in getting Deshaun Watson because your stats are already fine with the quarterback you have, meaning you can just keep your quarterback and work on everything else and win a Super Bowl. Or you could just, but, but nope, his stats aren't good enough. My point is, his stats ain't good enough to for them not to consider getting Deshaun Watson. So stats, so are, they are what they are. They're just numbers, man. If somebody else get a hold of them, they'll say, hey, you know what? It's it's not that close to me. How was that fight close to him? Because, like, it's just weird. When people use statistics, I'm like, don't do that. Don't do them to prove your point. Try to disprove your point with stats. Well, Maybe you get with, – With fight stats, it's different, too. Like, if we're going to compare the, the fight stats, they, they actually, like, you know, their, their significant strikes were close. But – significant strike criteria that you know yeah. what they're looking at to call it a significant strike that's that's the same for everybody so also if you, who throw, got so if you throw if you throw a punch that lands and i throw a punch that lands uh and they call that a significant strike it doesn't mean that yours did just as much damage it just means exactly landed so that's because, the thing is, yeah if you throw 25 punches if you're Algermain sterling and they all land that's great but if Piotr Jan throws 24 punches and they all land and they fucking hurt you and they knock you to the ground and he's beating the crap out of you in your and own. And that's game. what happened. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like then who then whose punches really meant more? So, yeah, you can reference your stats. But had that fight finished the way it was going to finish and the stats stayed as close as they were, even if Sterling had had the upper advantage, it would have been like, wow, man, you landed more punches and still got your ass beat. Like <laughs> exactly. And people don't people don't get that, man. Like, yeah, you can. You can because, okay, so significant strikes for Johnny Hendricks. Let's go back to GSP real quick. Um, significant strikes for Johnny Hendricks were up there. He was, he was, he was rocking. Um, yeah. he, he was, he was rocking GSP. GSP's mud, yep. mud stomps, dude. <laughs> but GSP outstruck the fuck out of him. And he had, he had significant strikes as well because he tagged him three straight, three straight jabs. Boom, hit him with something, and Johnny yeah. Hendricks would grab his nose back up a little bit and readjust. Every time he did that, he was scoring nothing but points with the with the refs. Like, uh, and people don't people don't get that though. It's like, oh, Johnny Hendricks beat him that first fight. I'm like, no, he didn't, because for every significant strike he had, he ate four, he ate three regular punches and a significant strike. You know, now did it hurt him as much as it hurt GSP? It, you know, no, of course not. GSP wasn't rocking him, but he hit him just hard enough, significant strike, to where Johnny Hendricks would touch his nose, act like it did, play it off, act like it didn't hurt, and then readjust. Every time he did that, it's significant. I know it is because you wouldn't be trying to play it off, and you wouldn't be readjusting for something that didn't hurt. You just wouldn't even shake it off. You just keep going forward. We've seen it. You know, like, I mean, yeah. hell, with the, with, the, with the Blahovich and Adam Sonia fight, they had they had strikes, but they was like, oh, okay, I don't want to hit, I don't want to get hit with the strike coming after that. So that would that made that one a significant strike. They backed up a couple times, you know. They didn't just press forward towards each other. No, they readjusted almost every every other combination. They readjusted because they know they like I said they had a lot of respect. They were in each other's range 
quite a bit. They could have thrown some knockout strikes, but it would have been dumb as fuck to throw them. And they never did. They never really went for that home run, you know, because they would have been out of um, they would have been right out of their comfort zone with that. And they would have been in the range like and they would have been dead to rights if they had thrown something, some crazy ass haymaker. You know what I mean? So they never did that. They never did that. Uh, Izzy threw a couple things, but, you know, a couple head kicks, but I wouldn't consider those haymakers because, like, he just makes those look so easy. They're so easy to him that that was just kind of a regular kick. Even though it was a head kick, you know, but it was blocked regularly too. But yeah, Al, to go back to to Aljamain Sterling and his stats, fuck him. Ha! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say about him. <laughs> no, <laughs> bro. The the thing is, is I didn't realize that this this whole situation made me as mad as it d- did because, like, you know, the the conversation we're talking about on online that I was having, it was frustrating because, you know, I'm I'm talking to a bunch of people that they they were seeing something, but I just don't don't know what the hell they were looking at because, like, they're they're talking about cheating, like he was just sitting there, like you know, pointing, like poking him in the eye and you know shoving his hand down <laughs> his mouth and like yeah. like like cheating yeah. like, was maliciously different, like. I don't know. It was like, what were you guys looking at that made you think he was maliciously trying to cheat? Like, this dude was trying to win. He was trying to finish the fight. And do I think the knee was intentional? Absolutely. Because he it meant to been. throw it. it no, it, he so, meant to throw it. He did not mean to do it when his knee was on the ground. Right. He was trying right. to time it. You he know, was he, trying to time it and mistimed it horribly. Like, absolutely. yeah, he threw it. And, and he mistimed you know the shit out of it. You know what? That shit fucking happens. Like, I'm sorry. It, it happens. It actually happens a whole lot more than people think. A yeah. whole lot more. Like we've seen that over the man. Yeah, we see. That's a common thing. People mistime that stri- that knee on the ground. Commonly mistimed. Yep. But I mean, um, generally, that's something you don't want to go for because it's risky in a title fight. He should have never went for it. It was too risky. Yeah, and, but, I, and ha- that's the other thing too. Is that's why I do support like. If Aljamain Sterling had to have the fight stop, I completely support that. But he shouldn't be given the title because of of, of that. It should have just been suspended until the rematch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I'm fine with shouldn't have kept the belt. They could they could have even said, "All right, the next re, you know the next fight they have the rematch. Neither of these guys are coming in with the belt, but they are fighting for it." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's both both of them are challengers at this point, but they are going to rematch for the belt since it ended on disqualification. That he would make a lot more sense. That Jan doesn't get better. He better hope that he's just furious. What do you mean? He just spent like four and a half rounds in there with him. He's gonna destroy him the next fight. Like Algerman. I don't know. I tell you, I tell you why, I, and I'm I'm just gonna be putting it out there. If Piotr Jan comes in there too mad, you know, that, that he's not going to be focused enough. You know, if he just comes in there That's fuming, fuming, now, he could just knock him the fuck out because of that, too. But it's Aljamain Sterling. I do want to respect him as an athlete and say, look, man, you still need to focus against him no matter how much you beat him up the last time. So that could potentially be his downfall and his undoing. I don't and- think happen at all i think he's gonna realize okay i put it on him for four rounds and i could have done it for you know the the rest of the fight and, you know like he could have just kept hitting him like he was but he's like all right here's where i can get the knockout here's where i can get the finishes here like you know they have the tape on him now like yeah and you could say the same thing for sterling. i'm gonna be honest with you <clears throat> i make sterling fight someone else i so here's the thing there's gonna be an interim fight probably 
Jan's going to win an interim title, probably, and which is no, stupid. There's not going to be an interim fight. No, 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 because because Sterling can't fight for like six months, dude. What is that? What they is that? Is that official? Well, because think about it. Think about it. Ain't, ain't that uh, like it, it's, just it's that official, Sean? <laughs> uh, no, 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 um, no, no. I, I have not written. No, no but think about think about think about stuff. this though. It's not like he's fighting next month. He had a fight stoppage because of an illegal knee. They're not going to allow him to compete. He's going to be on a medical suspension regardless, dude. And then he's going to have a camp. It's going to be a three-month suspension at best, and he's going to fight on the fourth uh, month. They're going to expedite this fight for sure. I, I think I think it's I think it's gonna be like six months, dude. I don't think they're fighting for a long time. That and here's the thing: be, that would be a crime. Sure, but it's not. We're talking about the UFC, man. You're giving them way too much credit. <laughs> you know, like I they they commit what I think are crimes all the time. <laughs> you know, like, like actual straight up shit. Yeah, like the way they play their pay their fighters. That's probably a crime, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's like, pretty fucked. But whatever. Let's be for real. When we talk, I, I get it. Like, man, like when you, you're not even paying your fighters as much as uh, pro wrestlers. It's Something's more, wrong with that. Wrestling's a more established lucrative business. But do not look, man. I mean, if I'm getting six figures as a pro wrestler and I'm only getting like maybe two, two grand, you know, a month <laughs> as a fighter, something's wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, even even boxing, which isn't even as uh, even as you know mainstream as MMA now, boxers still on average make more than MMA fighters. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's crazy too because like the way boxing is going now, people are being way less defensive, and they're getting their shit beat in. Like people are getting, they're like they're they're being beaten up a lot more in boxing. I don't know if you've watched any of it lately. Yeah. But- yeah, no, I I, uh, I remember. There are no more Floyd Mayweather's. People, no, the, the, there's, the a, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of little Floyd Mayweather's. Honestly, like what is that? That Ryan Garcia versus Lomachenko or whatever that fight was. Well, I mean, as far as defensive fighters, they threw that shit out the window. It was like, well, you don't get paid like that no more. You got to make a <laughs> disagree, look. man. Tyson Fury's still kicking. <laughs> he, um, nah, he's not. He's not Floyd Mayweather though. He was out there. By, sure, he's defensive, <laughs> but he's out there whooping dudes' ass. Uh, oh man. Wilder. He, yeah, but Deontay Wilder also didn't hit him once at all. Like <laughs> he was terrible. He's a terrible box, and that's that's crazy. Somebody said he's not a good boxer, you know, and it was like, no, he he's he's Nagano. He's got that power, but he is shit at boxing. Yeah, he's a yeah. and he's a boxer. Well, that's I, I just hope that since that Fury loss, he's you know hired Freddie Rocher or somebody like that to you know, get it, get his hands, you know, more boxing, because if you can, if you can teach him how to box, then that power is going to be scary. Speaking of boxing, and we'll, we'll end on this. What the fuck's wrong with Frank Mir? Yeah, that's just insane. Who, who's he who's fighting? He fighting again? Is it Tarver? Yeah, yeah, you go, Antonio Tarver. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? This like, man gave, he gave Roy <laughs> Jones Jr. problems. Dude, I, I fucking... I get stepping in there with like some up, like you know, some up and coming kid who you know you, you could probably make some name off of right now. But Antonio Tarp, you're gonna die. Like oh, Frank Miro, Frank Miro already didn't have great stand up in the UFC. So no, he didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> really didn't. And and I'll never forget the interview where he said right after post fight interview, he said they said, man, um, you grabbed, uh, you got the submission against Brock Lesnar. He was like, man, if I didn't, he was like. Man, he hit me and something changed. He was like, if I didn't get that, if I didn't grab his leg there, I felt like he was going to kill me. Like, he wasn't joking, though. 
He felt like he might have actually died in the damn cage in that octagon. And Brock Lesnar, we all thought he would hit him, him <laughs> right? Like, I mean, he was hey, it was bad. It was bad. And it, <laughs> but you know, Brock made that mistake. He 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 didn't realize how strong he was. My point being is, if Brock Lesnar scared the shit out of you, then you I imagine what he's gonna go through when Tarver hits him the first time. Oh, it's not even going to be funny, dude. I, I, if Frank Mir lands a meaningful punch in that fight at all, I'll be surprised. Like, and, that, and not to say that it's going to knock Tarver out or anything. It's not going to. But, like, if he even touches him at all, I'm going to be surprised. Like, there's no fucking way. Antonio Tarver used to be a pretty fucking good fighter. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's putting it mildly. I'm like, man, we just what we doing now? I mean, that's kind of like Conor McGregor going in there with Floyd Mayweather, which kind he did. Yeah. The, the only difference being I had more faith in, in McGregor's boxing. Sure, because he's an accurate striker. If he was going to step on the mat for like a jujitsu match against Tarver, then it would be like a lot more, you know, like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense. But like, then again, Tarver's not going to step on a jujitsu match. You know what I mean? Like, and I, you know, I would like to see I would actually like to see Conor McGregor box a lot more. It's a lot more money. Don't and, don't, don't. Uh, he doesn't need more money for everybody. It's not just for him. Shit, I, I don't want to see him box. I, I get nothing from McGregor boxing. Uh, uh, Conor McGregor versus uh, 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 Logan Paul. Nope. Oh, come on. Nope. Come on. Nope. Don't care. Logan Paul, ver- Logan Paul versus Frank Mir. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch that one on an undercard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it, let me drop the bar. Not yeah, just, yeah. just drop the damn yeah, thing. No, I, don't, the I don't mind like old washed up fighters getting beaten up by Logan Paul, but. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's, what's the younger one? Is is Logan? Is it Jake or Logan? That's the younger one because the younger one uh, it's actually pretty legit. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jake. I don't know why. Here's the thing: people are like, oh man, I can't wait till he's beaten up. Why? Like, I get he's annoying in real life. I get all that, but like the yeah, dude's so. actually <laughs> okay. Sure, let's forget about his YouTube and his Disney success. Let's forget about <laughs> both of those and throw that shit out the window because they got their own money, man. Like as adults. I'm going to just leave him the fuck alone. But let's just think about this. The dude has a real passion for boxing, and he trains. <laughs> he actually trains. He's a legitimate athlete. Like, not Logan Paul, I think, is going to lose his fight against whoever the fuck he's fighting. Jake uh, Paul, Jake Paul, don't come at Jake this nigga with some bullshit. Jake just Paul might actually win his fight, though. That's the thing. Like I, the guy, I forgot who he's facing. but Yeah, he, he's not a pushover, man. I would be concerned about fighting him because you saw what he did to Nate Robinson. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know if it, it wasn't like charity. I think it actually was, but like whatever. Don't do that. You step, you know, you're playing games, man. You play play dumb games, get dumb prizes, right? Yeah. He he won a free ass for. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dude, you know who Jake Paul's facing? Fucking Ben Askren. How the hell did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna not Ben Askren the fuck out. Oh, and Ben Askren sitting there like posting videos of boxing, looking like Stephen A. Smith. Like what the he's fuck? Like, hey, <laughs> Ben Askren boxing is shit. Is shit, dog. Dude, I, I'm sitting there like, wait, like why would you put Ben Askren versus Jake Paul in a boxing match? He didn't that even get the box against Masvidal. Sean, Sean, I've already seen Ben Askren die. I don't need to see it again. Like, I know what it looks the like. Cartoon. He had the cartoon. <laughs> Remember when Tom died and his, his ghost uh, popped up with the angel's wings and went up that escalator? That was Ben Askren. 
Dude, I just, I, like, like I said, man, I've already seen Ben Askren get annihilated on national TV. I, I don't need to see it again. Like, I, That's but, bullshit. I need to see that again. Okay, okay. well, you know what? Honestly, against, against a YouTube sensation that Askren's going to talk a bunch of shit against, I, I, I'll watch. Like, <laughs> like whatever. Like, I'll, I'll watch again, but, like, I don't. I'll watch Askren versus Amir. No, I'll, I'll watch that whole boxing card. And honestly, if, as long as boxing keeps making good cards like this with, you know, people that want to, you know, make the jump on some sort of a small stage and then, you know, have like a Tyson Fury or, you know, Lomachenko or, you know, Canelo type of, you know, yeah. main, main event, then like I'll watch those fucking cards all day. That, that, that's fun. That makes boxing fun. I don't know if I'm watching another, another Canelo fight. I'm glad I, I was in a bar and they had paid for it. I was at the new, uh, that new Broadway on Main or the new Old Bellas. That's what I call it. But it's called Broadway Heights or some dumb sure. shit. Anyway, Broadway, the Broadway bar. And, um, I look over and there was, um, I thought it was the Rosenstrike fight. That was all on one television. And on the other one, it was a Canelo fight. So I look over at the at UFC and then, um, so they go to commercial and I look back over at the Canelo fight. And it's over. Dude's sitting down. I'm like, damn, what happened? He must have knocked him out. No, nope, yeah. the guy quit between rounds. Quit between rounds. Yeah, because he got his shit pushed in by Canelo. Canelo's a like, fucking damn. So, no. Fuck that. Get some contenders out there for Canelo. I don't want to see another yeah, fight. That's, that, that's, the, that's the same thing that was like, you know... Uh, at a certain point, there's just not contenders. Like he's uh, already no. faced everyone. I think he's even gone up and down divisions to try to find contenders. Yeah. We you're know it was start making like, those like Terrence Crawford fights and shit. Like you're gonna start having to make legitimate like oh fuck fights. You know what I mean? We knew when when he fought Floyd that he was gonna be the uh, he was the heir apparent to the throne. We knew that, um, and we knew he wasn't gonna be able to beat Floyd because Floyd was just not never gonna put himself in a position like that. You know, the the best fight I've seen of Floyd Mayweather's in a very long time, very long time, was when he fought um, Conor McGregor. Because he right. let Conor McGregor just hit him with anything, which was super disrespectful to him. <laughs> and nobody picked up on that. I was like, man, Floyd Mayweather ain't no, let nobody hit him with no clean fucking uppercut in like 45 of his 50 fights. What the McGregor, hell are you talking McGregor about? McGregor was also throwing like you know, tie style and kickboxing style punches, you know, from the angles and stuff without throwing the kicks behind him, which had to have been a little like off putting for uh, Mayweather in the beginning. You know what I mean? Obviously he, he's, he's going to figure it out, but like he didn't the fact that there was no kicks on the other side of those really, really shows the difference in, you know, like an actual fight versus boxing. Yeah. I mean, but like my point is like, he took everything. <laughs> he hit him with an uppercut, and I thought I thought Floyd was. I was like, man. And then I, I me, mean, as he's hitting him with it, Floyd just takes it and and didn't he continue to go forward? I was like, ooh, this is gonna be a long night. <laughs> yes, you know, like I mean, I, I didn't think I didn't expect the uppercut to like lay him out at all. But man, he, he fucking landed it flush. If I hit you with that uppercut, you know, or if if anybody lands an uppercut on anybody else, they're gone. I don't give a fuck who it is. But apparently not Connor on Floyd. <laughs> and then people say, oh, well, you know, Connor, he ha he does have power. What are you talking about? I was like, ask Floyd Mayweather how much. I think you and I discussed this. And I said, ask Floyd Mayweather how much power Connor McGregor has. So he can laugh in your face. <laughs> you know? But uh, I digress. Um, well, you know, I I think there, there are going to be some interesting boxing cards coming up. I, I think that what they want is they want someone to make that leap. 
and and be a star. It damn sure won't be Frank Mir. Um, <laughs> maybe it's Jake Paul. Maybe it's maybe. Jake. Paul. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But they're looking for that that new. They're looking for that new shiny toy, man. They're looking for somebody to really put boxing back to where it was. And I think they're they're just a couple of stars away. I'm not gonna lie, boxing has uh really did good during COVID era. A lot more people have been um paying attention to it because they've been you know it's, it's boxing. Nobody's really expecting to watch it, but if it's on, like that like that Loman that Lomachenko fight really really stepped up things for boxing. So uh, I got I got an eye out. I mean it's not like I was never watching boxing at all, but I got my eye out. You know um. So I'm gonna watch Frank Mir get killed by Antonio Tarver. Um, yeah, I'll probably watch that card if I can too. I'm I'm definitely gonna watch him get murdered. Um, I mean at least at least we'll get to see that. Maybe there'll be some <laughs> sort of super fight. And we'll get to see Ben Askren get destroyed again. <laughs> maybe maybe Frank Mir is that guy, and we and, you know Conor McGregor fight him. I don't know who who, who fucking knows. I don't even know. I don't know what weight these people are. I don't really care. I, I just want to see two men. Beating the hell out of each other, just like we get to see in MMA. Uh, UFC 260. That's the that is the Stipe and Nagano card. Yeah. Um, early prediction on that. Just that one. Just that uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I got. I got to take Stipe. You know what I mean? Like he's he's the better skilled fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna take Nagano. Uh, I just think he's gonna get a lucky one off. I mean, he's hit he's hit Stipe before, and I mean, he didn't knock him out obviously, but I think I think Stipe losing to Cormier was um, a, a bad thing. I think that uh, Nagano is probably gonna try to hit him with something like that and connect, and it's over. Um, plus, he he's been working hard, man. He has. I mean, I know he's not a, he's not a, a good fighter at all, but he still has been working hard. And I don't know. I, I think he's going to I think he's has improved since he's definitely improved since then. But I, I think I think this time he might do it. If not, fuck it. Well, the rest of that, uh, the rest of that main event shaping up to be a pretty good one, too. I mean, you got Volkanovski, Ortega, Woodley versus Luke, O'Malley versus Alameda. Like, the rest of that card is going to be a pretty good card. Oh, Brian Ortega rips that motherfucker's head off. He's, he's not going to, but I I, I know. I hate Volkanovski. I really do. God, as much he's Henry Cejudo. I don't mind Henry Cejudo, but like everybody finds Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo has a big ass mouth. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But Volkanovski's Cejudo. When it comes to his, how good he thinks he is. The only thing is Henry Cejudo's actually that good. Uh, Volkanovski. (laughs) I know. I mean, you can laugh, but like Cejudo was giving up belts. He was a champ, champ, gave up belts. Volkanovski arguably lost his last two fights for the belt. So yeah, I guess. Arguably, though. I mean, I get it because you could argue that Dillashaw was an early stoppage and Cruz was an early stoppage. I'm not gonna argue that, but you get what I'm saying. It's you can make an argument for anything, like peanut butter and chocolate, and which one tastes better. <laughs> Just combine them and make a reset. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like we can sit here and argue all day, but we not. That's the end of the show, guys. Yeah. Take us home. Take us home. Oh, okay. That's my job. Yeah. This is Sporticus, and you have been sports entertained.
Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us.